Judy Carmichael's Jazz Inspired is produced in association with Jazz Times. Actress Jane Lynch is a hilarious presence in the Christopher Guest films Best in Show, A Mighty Wind, and For Your Consideration. Although she was initially reluctant to dive into Guest's improvisational approach to character development in these films, she loved the process and feels it pushed her forward as an actress. Now with her Emmy-winning roles on Glee, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and numerous other programs expanding her audience even further, she is, among other projects, doing what she loves most, group singing. With her tours, A Swingin' Little Christmas with Tim Davis and Kate Flannery, and Two Lost Souls, her duo show with Kate. Jane and I talked about it all in December 2021, while she was in Vancouver filming the movie Ivy and Bean. I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired. As a child, a big part of Christmas for Jane Lynch was choral singing and listening to the classic holiday recordings of the 1950s and 60s. Here's one of her favorites, Rosemary Clooney singing White Christmas. The sun is shining, the grass is green, the orange and palm trees sway. I've never seen such a day in Beverly Hills, L.A. But it's December the 24th. And I am longing to be up north I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to Where the treetops glisten And children listen To hear sleigh bells in the snow I'm dreaming of a white Christmas With every Christmas card I write May your days be merry and bright And may all your Christmases be white 
about Christmas. Yeah. Have you always been a Christmas fan? I just love this. Yes, and music has always been the big deal for us. We played the same albums over and over again growing up. Um, it was always a combination of pop music, like uh, Bing Crosby, that was pop music back then. The Andrew Sisters doing their takes, kind of jazzy takes on Christmas um, music. So that's what Christmas music means to me, kind of that era, the late 50s, early 60s, mm. and also some qu- choral stuff. And our album is all that. It's like a Christmas album. It's called A Swingin' Little Christmas. It's like a sw- Christmas album that was recorded in the late 50s, early 60s. We have a, a, our band um, leader, Tony Guerrero. It's called the Tony Guerrero Quintet. We are all into the same kind of music, which is that era, kind of jazzy. We have full orchestra on some of the songs, too. And uh, Kate Flannery is, is my um, partner in crime in this, and she was Meredith the Drunk in the Office. And we've been harmonizing together for decades. And then entered Tim Davis, who was the vocal arranger on Glee. And he's our third um, singer. And he's just, he's we call him our eye candy. He's gorgeous. And, <laughs> he's and your his, sound candy, too. Yeah, though, with he's that our voice, eye boy. candy and our sound candy. <laughs> and he arranged all of our vocals. And we, we I'm especially proud of our acapella tunes. And we have two of them. One of them is Carol of the Russian Children, which is a real dark kind of tons of minor dissonant chords and we do that a cappella, and that is well actually we do it lying down on the uh the stage um during the stage show because it is so difficult to sing <laughs> so, so we lie down we do it as our encore we lie down we close our eyes and we go into a soft cotton place and we do that song Jane Lynch with Kate Flannery and Tim Davis from their CD, A Swingin' Little Christmas. I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired. I'm talking to Jane about this CD and her Christmas tour around it. Obviously, there's some comedy in our show. (laughs) 
but we open with the Coventry Carol, and you know Tim arranged the vocals on all of this. And we do that um, a cappella as well, and those are just my. It's my favorite thing in the world to do is to sing with like-minded others, doing really tight harmonies where your goal is not to shine separately, but to be one voice. <laughs> I know that when we did Glee, not to give us too much credit for everything that's good in the world, but I know that it <laughs> did inspire it, it did inspire a lot of schools to um, and a lot of kids to join the choir. Uh, kids who maybe weren't, um, you know, were shy or uh, uh, you know afraid of sticking out, but they look at the popular football player on Glee and go, "Hmm, well, he's singing. Maybe I can." So I hope that's true, and I mm. hope it continues. But yeah, when I was a kid, that was my favorite class, and in I always say that it massages my soul to sing with other people. It's mm. it's um it's truly a, a spiritual experience that you you transcend from a single self, a, a single person in a world all by yourself, kind of feeling existential and. You become one with this thing that is greater than any of us. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's the most gorgeous thing. When we were um, doing uh, uh, Best in Show in Vancouver, which is where I am right now, uh, Eugene, uh, uh, me, Catherine O'Hare, um, John Michael Higgins, we used to go into the, um, the breezeway of the hotel. And this was during, this is before um, uh, Mighty Wind, and we would sing a cappella songs. 
And the the acoustics are so amazing. And so Chris, guest, caught wind of it. And uh, it started, and he'll even say this, it started his impetus towards a mighty wind. It was like, these people can sing and they love music so much. And Chris loves music, as you know. He's uh, Chris and Michael McKean and Harry Shear have been in a band together, you know, uh, for decades. Two bands, The Folksman and Spinal Tap. Um, So anyway, that's where that came from. Because the four of us, I mean, that talk about bonding. We just dug into it. And and just really, you know, it was a transcendent thing. It's it's kind of my spiritual practice. Mm. I listened to the Manhattan Transfer. I listened to uh, Nightingale sang in Berkeley Square. <laughs> right? So beautiful. Yeah, no, you just hit a, a soft spot for me. Oh, my oh, God. It is and, yep. so beautiful. That certain night. The night we met, there was magic abroad in the air. There were angels dining at the Ritz, and a nightingale sang in Barclays Square. I may be right.
you're doing a tour. I keep saying I love, but I do. I love you. I love you. <laughs> so I love all these things. <laughs> See, it's all about love. Music, it is, my is, God, it just opens it your heart. Is. And I, I think that the reason I was bringing that up now is just we need it so much. And mm-hmm. the fact that you're doing this tour and you've done this and that you, as you say, you've got these gorgeous and a little bit dark in this one, acapella. Yeah. But yeah. there's loads of comedy and mm-hmm. um, there was, and you can correct me because I don't really know because I love those same albums that you did from the same yeah. era of Christmas songs. And I don't know that people were making those kind of albums anymore yeah. or CDs well, yeah. of Christmas, of these classics, but bringing in the the spiritual, the emotional, and the comedy, the fun mm-hmm. of it, yeah. which I think is what Christmas, all of the holidays should be, all of those things. I and agree. I, and I love that you're doing that now. Well, it was a real uh, kind of um, happy accident of fate that we all got together because we had the same taste. Mm. And Tony is an amazing musical arranger, Tony Guerrero of the Tony Guerrero Quintet. And uh, he arranged all of the music. And what we did one day, we were on tour in the middle of the summer and we said, let's do a Christmas album. We got to do it now if we do it in order to get it out this Christmas. uh, He has a, a studio, Tony does. Tim would do all the arrangement and we went online in one of our dressing rooms right before we performed and we were like what are uh, public domain Christmas songs and there's a ton and we picked uh, I think 12 or 13 and Tony went away and uh, arranged most of them Kate arranged her good uh, King Wenceslas she arranged that in a kind of a Louis Prima way and it's hilarious um and we've got kind of a uh, we all of them are jazzy. Uh, Dave Brubeck, uh, We Three Kings, you know, do 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 do, and some of them are very challenging to sing. But we they're in our body now. But boy, that those first couple of shows were just like, <gasps> oh, we needed oxygen off stage. <laughs> well, I would think so. I would think yeah. so. And talk about that because the Dave Brubeck inspired. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Talk about that track because it's wonderful and very um, unexpected. Yeah, it's We Three Kings, and um, boy, do you have to have, uh, your uh, lungs have to be habituated <laughs> to filling up and letting out slowly, because we have some phrases that go on and on and on, and we sat down with that song, the three of us, and we figured out where exactly, just like the Everly Brothers do, if you watch them, God bless Don Everly, um, Phil, Don and Phil Everly, uh, we decided exactly where we had to breathe and we had to do it together. So we marked our music. We're breathing here and we're like, are you sure we can't breathe over here? No, we got to get through this because if we break that up, it breaks up the beauty of that phrase. So we have to breathe here. We're going to breathe here. And so we basically did it breathing with each other for, you know, the first first rehearsals were, where the hell are we going to breathe? <laughs> <laughs> Star. 
Jane Lynch with Kate Flannery and Tim Davis on We Three Kings from their CD, A Swingin' Little Christmas. We're revisiting my December 2021 conversation with Jane about her passion for group singing and Christmas tunes, which she celebrates around the holidays by touring with Tim and Kate. I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired. Jane mentioned the difficulty of knowing where to breathe on this particular recording. I pointed out that it's also in 5-4, adding another layer of difficulty. Thinking about a tune, this is for our audience because, I mean, Dave Brubeck, his, one of his many 
aspects of his genius was that he made five fours sound natural with the yes. you know one two three one two, yeah. and wow. But when you're singing, I didn't realize it was that. <laughs> yeah, when you're singing, I don't know that we thought about you know that that yeah, well, exact. But count, you, well, you can't but, really think about it because mm-hmm. you're not really going one two three four five. You're going mm-hmm. one two three four five. One two three four five. Wow. And yeah. so no wonder it was so hard. <laughs> yes, exactly, because everything in you mm-hmm. is saying to go in 4-4 four, four, or, right. or in 3-4. And you're so I'm thinking of all of you. That's why the breathing is it's not so coming important. where you think it's going to be. It, it, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> right. And so when we do that song, it's almost like I, um, I don't know what they do, but I kind of close my eyes. And, and uh, it, now it's in my body for the most part because we've been doing it for a few years. But I, I have to like really just let it feel me because I do want to go the one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And, and, mm-hmm. yeah, you and you can't to, think about it. That's, that's no. one of the things that I think is, mm-hmm. and that leads me into yes. talking about improvisation too, because I think that there's, it's a fascinating conversation that people are always asking me after a concert or they mm-hmm. ask jazz musicians all the time, how do you remember everything? And we always say, well, we're making it up. Yeah. <laughs> we don't, these aren't a bunch of notes or something, but it's that, it's the combination of knowing what you're doing, having a framework, but also right. not thinking about it too much, mm-hmm. which I think is fascinating hearing you talk about that in rehearsal, you had to figure out the breathing. Right. But once you started doing it, you had to stop thinking about it exactly. or you'd fall off a cliff. That's right? exactly right. Yeah. Well, I always say we, you know, uh, for acting or for singing, I, I build myself a little cage and I bounce around freely within it. The cage mm. is the confines of the song. It's the notes. It's the um, uh, it's the structure. It's mm. the that's the technique. You get the technique down, and it's like with a jazz pianist, which you are. You have to learn your scales first mm-hmm. and your fundamentals in order to earn the right to improvise. Correct. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love you saying that because mm-hmm. everybody wants to jump right to it. Right. without having those skills, which is yeah. what you're talking about. And mm-hmm. I want to talk a bit about that because I've read that that in the beginning you were a bit resistant to improvisation. You yeah. really liked lines mm-hmm. and you obviously have such a gift. Now it's been developed, but some people, I, I know because we talked before we were on mic that uh, Christopher Guest was telling me that certain people can do this kind of acting yeah. And certain people can't. Right. And I know even when he and I were doing our interview, he kept testing me. He kept going off in improvisational directions to see if I would pick up the thread yeah. and do a funny little bit. Yes. So talk about why you were resistant and what finally broke through for you, because I think that's fascinating. Resistant well, I, to improvisation and then... Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm, I think it's because I was, I'm, I'm fearful of a lack of technique. And you mm. called it jumping off a cliff. And that's mm. what I, I thought improv was. And mm. I would go to uh, like it, improv classes or I w- it, we would impro- improvise in, a, in, you know, when I was in school. And it did feel like people were just making stuff out of, up out of thin air or I got that notion that that's what it was. And I like, I work things out. I'm, I like to work, work. Now I do it subconsciously. It, it's kind of what I, it's, it's a deeply ingrained habit, but I mark out beats. I create an arc, a beginning, middle, and an end. And that scared me that we're just going to dive in there and do, you know, it's going to be a free for all. But then of course, when I started doing the Christopher Guest movies and thank God he saw in me that I, I can do this. 
Because if he asked me, are you any, if he did ask me, are you any good at improv, I would have said, no, I'm scared to death of it. Thank, <laughs> thank God he didn't ask me. I did a commercial with him and we did it very freeform, but there was a cage that we were in. It, it, it was freeform <laughs> within the cage. So uh, when we started, when I started doing that, um, I was, I was nervous doing Best in Show, but then when I saw the, um, the end result, he edits the hell out of it. So we're meandering and rambling within this cage. And I thought, oh my God, there's nothing he could use today. And of course there was plenty because we stayed within the parameters of the script. And the script mm. is, it looks like a regular script and mm. um, no lines, but it'll say exterior, you know, dog show, um, interior uh, dog show in process. Uh, and then these things have to happen in that scene. It's like a two-line description. And then you're you're free to bring your character that you've created into this world with the other actors who've created their characters. And we have all done it separately. And he just starts rolling the camera. So it is very fresh and very spontaneous. And uh, I stopped after, uh, maybe after, during a mighty wind, I stopped being worried. <laughs> <laughs> what I find fascinating about... That kind of acting and that kind of setting, for me as a viewer, is that because you are in character, each of you, but you don't have set lines, right. it's almost like psychodrama. You go, for me, mm -hmm. deeper in a way we do. than sometimes a, a written out character. Talk about that, because that really, to a point that some would even be more uncomfortable to watch mm -hmm. because it's so real. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? It does. And what, what happens is John Michael Higgins um, put it this way. I heard him say this at a, um, a press conference for one of our films, and I never forgot it. He said, we pack heavy. Mm. So before we show up to shoot, we've really figured out our character top to bottom. It's living in us. We've made the, the big decisions that we've incorporated it into our bodies. We, uh, Chris sent the wardrobe person to us who said, what do you think your character wears? Uh, the the um, uh, set designer said, what do you think your house looks like? Uh -huh. So we've developed this character and for, you know, for everybody else, it's probably a different um, thing. But I would like look at myself in the mirror and have monologues about what I think as my character. I would like uh, opine on something. Um, and sometimes out of that, I, it, it, well, always out of that, it, it went deeper and deeper inside and you've got yourself a real person, you know, after you found the hook, you've gone deeper and deeper and deeper. So you show up and you're ready to go mm. and, and everybody else with you is ready to go. So, you know, it's a re I bet it's a really fun thing to, to sit back behind the camera and watch it happen. Swinging little party with all of our friends. We're hoping you dig the invitation. Make a plan to attend. We're gonna be singing jingle bells until the holidays end. A swinging little Christmas time. We're gonna be wrapping up your present with a big shiny bow. You won't wanna miss a single minute. Don't be late for the show. There's gonna be gingerbread and tarties and the band's gonna blow. A swinging little Christmas time. So get your scarf and mittens and your best winter coat. To ring the bell and come on in to kick all the snow. Then Yourself a spot beneath the old mistletoe This hand's gonna give me a kiss my guest, Jane Lynch with Kate Flannery and Tim Davis from their CD, A Swingin' Little Christmas. 
I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired. Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired. Our show is made possible in part with generous support from Steinway & Sons. Additional support is provided by Jazz Times Magazine, providing entertaining and provocative coverage of the jazz scene since 1970. On the web at jazztimes.com. For a schedule of upcoming programs, visit our website at jazzinspired.com. You can listen to Jazz Inspired on your favorite podcast platform and email us at info at jazzinspired.com or visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Stride Queen. One of our longtime supporters has offered a $7,000 matching grant if we can raise that amount before the end of the year. Please visit jazzinspired.com to find out how you can chip in and help us reach our goal to match this generous offer. No gift is too small. And please write a review on Apple Podcasts, which is the best way for us to entice others to listen to the show. Thanks for helping us spread the word and celebrate 23 years on air. Today, we're revisiting my December 2021 conversation with Jane Lynch about her holiday CD and tour, A Swingin' Little Christmas, with Tim Davis, the vocal arranger for Glee, and Kate Flannery, best known for her role on The Office. Both are close friends, making these holiday tours a joy for Jane, as well as giving her the opportunity to sing in close harmony what she says is her favorite activity. Here's Tim Davis from their CD on Christmas is My Favorite Time of Year. Mm, the holly and the mistletoe The warm and fire, the chilling snow Christmas is my favorite time of year Children nestled in their beds Dreams of presents in their hands Christmas is my favorite time of year Oh, how I love a peppermint stick Eggnog always does the trick I can't sleep, what's that I hear? Could it be St. Nick? Is near. 
people full of your tight chair. I wish that it could last all year. Christmas is my favorite time of year. Christmas is my favorite time of year. Oh, how I love a peppermint stick. Eggnog always does. A trick. I can't sleep. What's that I hear? Could it be Saint Nick is near? People full of Yuletide cheer. I wish that it could last all year. Christmas is my favorite time of year. Oh, Christmas is my favorite time. We'll talk about your tour with your Swinging Little Christmas because mm -hmm. it's a chance after all the movies and TV and everything. I know you've done lots of stage work, mm -hmm. but not recently as much, it seems. Mm -hmm. And right. this is a chance, at least I'm projecting this onto you, that it would be great to get back on stage. And also, I've read this before, and I also inferred this from being a fan, that you love ensemble playing, playing whether it's yeah. singing, yeah. acting, whatever it is. And this is obviously a chance. You've got a band, yeah. you've got your trio. So it's got to be very exciting to get back on stage and do this. It is. And, you know, I, I never wanted to do this alone, ever. It was never something I wanted to do alone. And... Uh, I did um, Annie on Broadway. That was the first time I had been on stage. It was 2013. It was probably 30 years. I don't think I had done a play in 30 years. And I got the bug. I got it back. It like I became reinfected. And uh, that's when I started, you know, I got together with Kate and we found this wonderful band. Tim Davis found us this band. Tim started out as my uh, vocal arranger for Kate and, and and I, you know, which we're pretty good at doing it, but he was he really refined it. And then we said, well, why don't you just come on board? And we made it a, a threesome. And then we found Tony, and Tony and the guys are they're masters. And like you know, to be a, a jazz master, you have to be like a master technician of your your instrument. And these five guys are so. Our first show, man, we were doing rock tunes, we were doing Broadway, we were doing swing uh, stuff, and they could play it all. And uh, so now for this Christmas show, um, it's basically, a, a, like I said, late 50s, early 60s swinging thing, but we've got the show down so well. We've got the patter down so well. Uh, Kate is more freeform than I am. She's not mm. afraid of it. She she will jump off that cliff. <laughs> And I will pull her back. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of the uh, the technician and she's and it works. You know, she's kind of the free form, uh, you know, drunk. And she's this funny. She's the soberest person I know, but everybody thinks she's a big drunk. Um, so I basically have mapped it out within an 
inch of its life. And I've put in little areas for Kate just to do whatever Kate feels like doing. And it's usually, it's consistent, but it looks very spontaneous. Um, So we have that, we have it so down that we can go off. Because we're we're protected by the confines of this carefully crafted hour of of music and and hopefully laughs. Um, So that's why I think uh, for people to say, you guys are just up there having fun. Well, yes, indeed we are, because we have built the framework. Mm. And I think that's true. That is the biggest compliment, is if people think you're making the whole thing up. And it seems like, even though you like to have this all worked out, as you're saying, that just the fact that you're so good at improvising, that if something does go off the rails or somebody in the audience says, whatever, and all the mm-hmm. things that happen to us on, on stage, that mm-hmm. you can, that you feel comfortable to go somewhere yes. else with it. Absolutely. Yeah, just keep calm and carry on. <laughs> the motto. And there are no mistakes. You know, I truly believe that on stage. You know, there are no mistakes. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jane Lynch with Tim Davis and Kate Flannery from their CD, A Swingin' Little Christmas. A big part of Christmas for Jane growing up 
was singing carols and listening to the classic recordings of the 1950s and 60s. She especially loved Bing Crosby and the Andrews sisters. Here they team up on Santa Claus is Coming to Town. You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Why? Santa Claus is coming to town, gather round. He's making a list, checking it twice, he's gonna find out who's naughty and nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping, he knows when you're away. He knows if you've been bad or good, so, so be, be good for goodness sake. You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. With little tin horns, little toy drums, rooty toot toots and rum-a-dum-dums, Santa Claus is coming to town. Dolls, a toddle and coo, elephant boats and kitty cars too. Santa Claus is coming to town. The kids and girls in Boyland will have a jubilee. They're gonna build a toyland town all around the Christmas tree. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pop. I'm a telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired. My guest, Jane Lynch, tours as a duo with Kate Flannery in their show, Two Lost Souls. They met in the 80s, discovered their mutual love for harmony singing, and an act was born. So Kate and I decided we were going to do just the two of us, because Tim is busy doing, he, he arranges music all over the country. So we have our Christmas show. Yes, we do that every year. So Kate and I uh, put a show together called Two Lost Souls, and it's a bunch of duets, and it's with four of the guys. We only have four of the guys. Tony, uh, the Tony uh, Guerrero, Quint, uh, what is it for? Quartet. 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 And we opened it at the Carlisle, which was an absolute dream come true. It's a beautiful we, room, right? It's a beautiful room, and we stayed, they, we stayed there, too. So Kate and I, they gave Kate and I sweets. <laughs> <sighs> These beautiful suites, and the and the guys got little like twin beds up on the 18th floor. <laughs> but we did the whole uh, Elaine Stritch thing. We got in the elevator, came down, 
went into the lobby, sat down sipping a cup of tea until all the audience went into the beautiful room, and then we started our show. It was, oh, it was glorious, just glorious. Um, so we did it there for 10 nights, and uh, it's basically duets, very jazzy. We call it the Rat Pack, but with a couple of broads. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I want to see this. Yeah, I so that's see fun. This. That's a lot of banter back and forth and a lot of really tight harmonies. And, uh, you know, I just love singing with Kate. She's just uh, one of the things I said to her when we were rehearsing for the first time back in Chicago in like the 80s. We put a, we put something together. I forget what we were singing. But after after we sang, I said, oh, you're as good as I am. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out really, truly, Kate uh, is, is, is better than I am. She uh, I mean, I have certainly have my um, my gifts, but. She has one of those 1950s studio singer voices. The, the bright, happy, beautiful vibrato used very sparingly. Just a clear tone, and she's funny, and yeah, uh, she's just amazing. She kind of looks like she came from that era, too. I mean, her whole vibe, her whole physiognomy has— Yeah, yeah. She is, she is like— um, uh, uh, like one of those single ladies in the fifties, you know. She wears the dress and the, the flippy hair. She watched. Uh, she watches nineteen fifties movies all day long. If she doesn't sit and watch them, but they're in the background, oh. all of her clothes are all like little dresses. And yeah, she is absolutely your maiden aunt. And she lives in an apartment uh, in Koreatown, but it's a um, it's a, 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 a renovated, beautiful nineteen twenties building with the cornerstones and just oh, it's just amazing. It's exactly where you think she would live. So, one of my favorite tracks, and I thought it was very ambitious to dive into this without mm -hmm. a whole, you know, hundred people, was the Hallelujah Chorus. I love it. Talk about this. Well, I have to say, first of all, thank you to the Roach sisters, uh, because they did it first. The three of them did it first. Um, but uh, Tim put together the arrangement, and um, it's insane and wacky and crazy and fast, and a talk about breath and having to uh, choreograph where you're going to take a damn breath. Um, yeah, so that's wild. We do that as our, our encore. And it's one of those things that we have to, like, take a moment. You guys ready? Okay. And hallelujah. Yeah, it's pretty fast. It's pretty wacky. It took a lot of work. But, you know, it's it's a wonderful framework. It's, a, it's divinely inspired writing. As you know, they say that um, Handel... Uh, uh, wrote the Alleluia Chorus in like a, a, a fit of feverish inspiration in one night or something like that. And he wept as he wrote it. <laughs> well, then it's perfect that you're doing it fast, too, because yeah. I've never heard a version where people are doing it fast like that. I mean, yeah. that's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's great. It's very triumphant <laughs> and insane. Oh, it's perfect.
Well, I'm a huge fan. I'm so glad that we had the time oh, and that you, you took the time to do this in the Pleasure. middle of shooting and everything. And mm -hmm. everybody, I will have all the dates for this of your tour so people can come Great. see you. And I'm hoping to see you myself when you're back here, back east. I would east. love it. Yeah, yes. well, please, uh, if, if, please let me know when you're coming so we can meet. I would love that. I would love that. Okay. I'm hoping to come when you're at uh, New Jersey Performing Arts Center. And that'll get my Christmas going. Anyway, oh, good. Jane, thank you so much. Lots thank of you. love and, and stay healthy. I will. You too. You've been listening to my conversation with Jane Lynch. I hope you'll join me next time when I talk with another creative person about how jazz inspires their life and work. I'm Judy Carmichael, the host and producer of Jazz Inspired. My production engineer is Curtis Heidoff. You can listen to Judy Carmichael's Jazz Inspired on all podcast platforms and at jazzinspired.com. Our opening music was Airmail Special, and the mid-break music is a smooth one from my CD, High on Fats and Other Stuff. The closing music is Old Fashioned Love from my CD trio. I'm on piano with Mike Hashem on sax and Chris Flory on guitar. Judy Carmichael's Jazz Inspired is sponsored in part with generous support from our listeners and Paige at 63 Main in Sag Harbor, New York, serving organic microgreens and vegetables grown on their own energy-efficient indoor and outdoor aquaponic farms. Better taste, happier planet. Visit page63main.com. And please tell your friends about Jazz Inspired and help us spread the word. For more information, visit jazzinspired.com or judycarmichael.com. Now here's one of my favorite holiday recordings, now that we're in the mood. Ray Charles and Betty Carter on Baby It's Cold Outside. I really can't stay. Betty, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Betty, it's cold out there This evening has been Been hoping that you drop in So very nice I'll hold your hand yeah, just like My ice. mother will start to Beautiful, worry Beautiful, what's your hurry? And father will be pacing the Listen door. to that fireplace So really Beautiful, please don't hurry. Well, maybe just a Why don't you put more. some records on while I pour? And the neighbors might think Betty, it's bad out there. Say what's in this tree? No cabs to be had out there. I wish I knew how. Your eyes are like starlight now. To break the spell. I'll 
Take your hat, your hair looks high up to say no, no. Mind no, if I move in closer. At least I'm gonna say that I try. What's the sense of hurting my pride? I really can't stay. Baby, don't hold out. Ah, oh, but it's cold outside. I simply must go. Betty, it's cold outside. The answer is no. I say it's cold out there. The welcome has been. How lucky that you dropped in. So nice and warm. Look out that window. That that's my sister will be suspicious. Your lips look delicious. My brother will be there at the door. Waves upon a tropical shore. My maiden aunt's mine is vicious. Your lips are.